Hi everybody, my name is Landon Arias. Thanks for listening to episode 160 of the Vortex of Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. B, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Father, thank you for this time that we could gather again together with my brother, the Beef, and I appreciate him, and uh, we can do another podcast, and we can talk about things that uh, they don't talk about on the mainstream media. And uh, we can uh, really bring some enlightenment and some entertainment, but uh, also some knowledge to folks as they listen to the podcast. We just pray, Father, that you would keep our tongue in control, our mouth seasoned with your grace, and the truth would uh, rain forth from this podcast that we would not fall into the trap of false news, but that we would give only that which is verifiable and that which is beneficial to the folks that listen to podcasts. Help us to do these things, Father. Guide us and strengthen us and be with our listeners. I pray that you'd strengthen them, help them through any situations they might be having, family issues or whatever it might be. We just pray that you'd watch over them as well. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Brain. What's Beef, cooking? How you doing? Good, bro. What's cooking? Uh, wife ain't home yet, so the cooking's going to start later on. <laughs> She's uh, at the store right now buying stuff. <laughs> oh, buying stuff for the cooking, huh? All right. Uh, we're we're going to be doing some cooking. So, nice. no, it's uh, we're doing good. How you doing? <clears throat> good, bro. You know, can't complain. If I do, nobody listens. Uh, well, so. uh, no, this is true. <laughs> hey, are you gonna get that? Are you gonna get that four hundred bucks? Four hundred bucks from whom? Yeah, the four, the four, from your governor. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's four. Is it four hundred? I think it's four hundred. Really? Huh. Let me take a look. Let me take. Let me take a look here. I gotta find it. Oh yeah, it's four hundred. Four hundred dollars. What? Yeah. Hmm. You better go talk to him. <laughs> I know. I better go talk to that guy, huh? The governor Newsom. Uh-oh. He proposes a $400 gas cards for California car owners, blames Putin for soaring gas prices. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course he's going to blame Putin. <laughs> and that's out of the gateway pump. <clears throat> hey, you know what? That's a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, this is what they want to do. They want to give you money so that, you know, they can find an excuse you know, to blame Putin and that way keep you, you know, you know in line so that you don't continue to uh, uh, fault uh, Biden, you know, or California itself, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take the heat off of Biden. Yeah. yeah take the heat uh, off of Biden. Also so. make you more dependent upon government. Absolutely. That's what they want. Because you know why? Guess what? He's up for election, bro. So 
Right. That's right. what he wants. Yeah. Oh, no, here. He's oh, oh he's, that's what he's doing. He's, yeah. he's bribing the voters. <laughs> he's bribing us. <laughs> I'm going to say, look, dude. That's what it is. Take your 400 <laughs> and use it for your campaign because you're going to need it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. Well, you know, it's the old game that the globalists play. Create yeah. the problem and then uh, blame somebody else for the problem right. and then create the solution for the problem and then take the credit for solving the problem that you created in the first place. Yep. Yeah, it's the old game. It's that game, right, where they win all the time. <laughs> Gosh. Yep. That's, a way, right. that's, a, that's a way to buy your vote, your vote, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, while Newsom is uh, giving away $400 per voter, <laughs> giving that gas, right? Right. Um, Trump has amassed a $110 million war chest for uh, 2024. Really? He's already, he's already announced his run for president in 2024. Mm-hmm. That's assuming he doesn't take office before 2024. We'll have to see what happens with that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Wow. And more and more states are uh, are waking up to the fact that there was cheating in the election. Yeah, right, right. But, you know, they're trying to keep that quiet, right? They're, they're still like, yeah, no, there wasn't any. And the more evidence that comes out, the more they want to quiet everyone, right? Right, right. They can't. <clears throat> right. It's hard to do. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, it's like trying to herd cats. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it really is. They're all hazing back, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're scattering all over the place. Uh, have you seen those uh, reawaken America tours? They've been going around. Uh, no, I don't think I have seen those. Those Tell have been about going those. around the country. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, they have a number of people involved in them. Uh, General Flynn. Mel K. Wow. Okay. Uh, number of people. Number of mm-hmm. people involved in those. Uh, a lot of speakers. A lot of uh, events at these events, and people are packing in there, and people are getting red pilled left and right through the country, throughout wow. the country. Yeah. And uh, they've been traveling around the continental United States, holding these rallies or these meetings, and <clears throat> and they have been something else, brother. <clears throat> there have been some amazing stuff come out of them. Yeah. Uh, and so that so as they're developing more and more cats that the globalists have to herd, <laughs> it's going to get kind of tough for the globalists. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're they're uh, trying to hide the economic woes, right? The $400 gas. Oh, cars. absolutely. That's and the uh, Federal Reserve is in a panic. They're going down the, the, the their international dollar. The uh, Federal Reserve note that we use for our currency, mm-hmm. it is crashing. It is losing value so fast. It's dropping faster than a ship dropping an anchor. And uh, and a, a lot of folks don't know. This will be a shock to folks. We don't have a U.S. dollar. It doesn't exist. Mm. It, it got dumped on when we had the oil crisis in the 1970s. We were on the gold standard before that with a U.S. Treasury note. The International Monetary Fund with Klaus Schwab and his boys, George Soros, the Rockefellers, we can name the whole lot. Um, they put us on an international 
monetary fund with the world bankers. And that's when the Federal Reserve note came out. And uh, we don't have a currency here in the United States. It's it's an international yeah. currency that we're using. Yeah. Now, what's happened in the last um, few months, Russia has dropped out of that currency. China's dropping out of that currency. India's dropping out of that currency. I understand there's some African nations dropping out of that currency. Uh, Brazil, I think, is talking about dropping out of that currency. In other words, countries around the world are saying, uh, Klaus Schwab, we don't want your international dollar any longer. We want our own national dollar backed by our own national resources, whether it be gold, silver, oil, whatever it might be. And it is sending the globalists into a total panic. Now, people here in the States are interpreting that as being, uh, uh-oh, the U.S. dollar is losing dominance. That means that we're going. the United States is going to fall into disarray. And in the, in the uh, people still think that Russia is the Soviet Union. I don't know why they think that. But <laughs> Russia, Russia is... Uh, going to take the dominance china is going to take the dominance and the, right. and the united states is going to be in big trouble no wrong interpretation the people who are in big trouble are the world bankers the international monetary fund klaus schwab and his boys and they're the ones in trouble and that's yeah. why they're panicking you know and biden's involved with them heavily involved with them the president of ukraine heavily involved with them and uh, they're they're panicking. They're in big trouble. So what happens when we get off, when when that whole thing crashes? It will crash. I was talking to my brother this week, uh-huh. who who deals in that kind of stuff. He was a middle level manager for the Nissan Corporation. He was he was an accountant. Uh, he didn't work as an accountant for them, but that's his degree. And uh, but he worked in other areas of the company in management. And, his, and my sister-in-law, his wife, she was a uh, high-level management purchasing. I asked her one day what her territory was, and she said, <clears throat> United States and Canada. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I was expecting, like, oh, uh, this little section of states, right? No, yeah, United right. States and Canada. I go, okay, that's a big territory. But um, anyway, you know, what he's telling me is that, uh, yep, the, the dollar is crashing. And the reason the uh, and, and the economy is going to crash, he said, um, we're going to have we're going to run into a heavy recession, is what he's thinking. But um, the dollar is going to crash, so that dollar is going to be worthless. So what happens when the dollar com- becomes worthless? We're going to have to go back on the gold standard, and we're going to mm-hmm. have to start printing U.S. Treasury notes again. Um, Dave Ramsey, the famous. Uh, uh, home financial guru. Mm-hmm. Um, he was asked that question one time. What happens if the dollar crashes? What would what would happen then? He said, "We just simply start printing a different dollar." There you go, <laughs> and, yeah. and rebuild it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that you know, it's so people don't need to panic over this. Right. The only, the only people that only people that need to panic are the internationalists or the the globalists that are that are making trillions of dollars off of us with yeah. this whole thing and so who's the collection agency for the world bankers you got any ideas brother collection agencies for the bankers huh you got me thinking 
a three-letter agency. IRS. <laughs> IRS, yes. <laughs> I was thinking the IRS. What do we got for him, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> we have an IRS. Everybody's like, what? <laughs> Dope couldn't think of that three-letter agency. I kept, I kept looking in my mind. I was thinking it's IRS, but I couldn't say it. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's the only one that collects on behalf yeah. of the government, right? Right, right. Yeah. I'm going to go close this door and I'll be right back. Do it, brother. Well, while you're doing that, those are uh, good uh, news you've been sharing there. I have another thing, and it has to do with uh, California here too, bro. So, remember not too long ago we were talking about the uh, uh, the, the, the Supreme Court is scheduled to rule uh, this year at some point in the Mississippi case of Dobbs versus Jackson, the women's health Right. right. So if yeah. the court rules in favor of the state and upholds the state's 15-week abortion ban, uh, the ruling could reverse or weaken Roe versus Wade. Right. So in mm-hmm. if the case is per, is reversed, the bill says that people in all in over one half of the states in the country, that's over 36 million women and other people who may become pregnant, will lose access to abortion care. But guess what, bro? Guess what? They call it abortion care. These abortion care. They're sick. Oh, they're, guess they're, what? They're, guess they're what? Twisted brains. Go ahead. Here, here, here comes California to the rescue. California is committed to building upon existing protections to the right to abortion and implement innovative and bold programs and policies to truly be a, pro- a reproductive freedom state. Can you believe that? The bill reads. Skinner also talked about the bill, saying California would not stand idle by if Roe versus Wade is overturned. So there's this, uh, it's called SB 1142. And what this bill is going to do, brother, um, under this bill, the California Health and Human Services Agency or similar agency will be responsible for updating a website where the public could easily find information on abortion services. The bill would also create an abortion practical support fund and require the commission to administer the abortion practical support fund for the purpose of providing grants upon appropriation by the legislature to assist pregnant people who are low-income or face other financial barriers with access to abortions in California and for research to support equitable access to abortion. Good old California. Look how great a service they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, (laughs) um, You know, if, if they did overturn Roe versus Wade, all it would do is send it back to the states and the states could decide, each individual state could decide what they want to do with it. That's basically what it does. It doesn't outlaw it. It yeah. just sends it, well, it, sends I mean, it back, and, back to the states. Right. And so, this is California already saying, oh, if it reverses, we're still going to stand on it. We're okay with abortions. So come on down. Right. Come to California. Get yours. Right? Right. Yeah. They're, so, you know, California is like, they're acting like they're trying to become their own country. Absolutely. They really are. I mean, it just, it, well, of course they got the, they still are listed in the top 10 of world economies. Oh yeah. They got bro. a bigger, they got a bigger economy than most countries have. It's mind boggling. Mm-hmm. And guess what? A lot of people are leaving California, right? 
And, right, and, you know, right. I mean, you yeah. did it because, you know, family, you want, you guys wanted to be close to family. So right. it wasn't for a reason that, you know, you were no, super low was, income or you couldn't afford, you know, no, but we were, was a, a lot thing. of the people leaving, brother, it's because they can't afford to live here anymore. And guess what? What's mm-hmm. happening now? The rich are coming to California. So well, it's, exactly, well, it's creating its own, like its own uh, economy, its own uh, state that, you know, it's almost like its own country, like you said. Right, right. Well, they could be their own country. Yeah, I mean, that's it could true. be. But uh, you and I know California quite well. But the thing is, is that that's, that's what people have been predicting. Mm-hmm. All you're going to have in California is super rich and super poor, no middle class. They're killing the yeah. middle class in California. And that plays right along with the um, the agenda set forth in Klaus Schwab's book, uh, COVID-19's Great Reset. He, he said that the part of the game plan was to kill the middle class. Mm-hmm. And if you can kill the middle class, you can push in your agenda, you know. And that's that's the deal. And uh, you're closing the door too. Yes, <laughs> so we're, just, we're just closing. We're just, we're just closing doors on everybody. I here. just noticed this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, so that's. Uh, I mean, killing the middle class is a part of the uh, the the Marxist game. It's the communist game. It's also the globalist game. Mm-hmm. And globalists are not always necessary Marxists. You can have capitalist go globalists. People don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I mentioned globalists and everybody thinks, oh, yeah, the communists. No, no. Right. We're, talking about, we're talking about capitalists. We're talking about communists. We're talking about them both. The globalists encompass all of it. Absolutely. And the, and the idea of globalism is to get rid of the concept of individual countries mm-hmm. and, to, and to have one, one world monetary system, a one world health care system, a one world. In other words, one world control by a, a very small elite what they consider themselves to be elite. It's about 3,000 people mm. that are in that category. You know, you, you look at the Bilderberg um, conferences and things of that nature. That's the people that are pushing a lot of these agendas. And they're doing it through <clears throat> control. Well, they, they did it through financial control to the World Bank. And if you notice lately, uh, and before we get into our main subject, have you noticed lately that uh, the social credit score concept that began in China, and I believe it was the globalists that pushed it in China, to be honest with you, mm. um, is starting to spread elsewhere, right? Yeah. It, it, it was beginning with the cancellation of people on social media. That, that's, right. a, that's a form of social credit score. And then the banks started shutting down people's accounts up in Canada because they supported the truckers. Well, you support the truckers or you were involved in, in the convoy or whatever. Uh, no, we're shutting your bank account down. So that's mm-hmm. a punishment because you are not playing our game. Therefore, we're going to shut down your, your bank accounts and so forth. Um, and that's a punishment for not being socially um, in, uh, within the, the guidelines that they want. Right. Mm, and right. So, so you say, you think, how can they have the ability to do that? They can't. Well, they own the banks and they own our bank accounts mm. and they own the money. If it's based upon the uh, Federal Reserve dollar, then they own the money. The bankers right. own it. We, we just they just let us use it, basically. 
You see, when it goes back to a U.S. Treasury note based upon gold, then we own the money. But right now they own it and they can take it anytime they want. Hmm. Because, see, we're so far in debt to them. They, I mean, we... They, we could work a lifetime and never get a paycheck. That's how far in debt we are to mm-hmm. these right. world bankers. So the only way to deal with them is to call the is a, the default on the debt mm. and say, you know what, we're not paying you anymore. We're, we're going back to our. This is what Putin has just done to them, because he just said, you know, you're going to have to use rubles to buy and sell oil from Russia. That's that's the the uh, Russian um, uh, currency. He pulled out of the IMF, and he said, "No, we're not doing that anymore. We're going it alone." And so a lot of other countries have been following suit. So the IMF is in big trouble, hmm. and they're 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 heading for a big crash. And there's there's they're going off. They just drove off a cliff, and there's nothing that's going to stop them from hitting bottom. So this is good news for the world. This is actually good news for the world. So everything we're going through right now, this is a reset, but it's not the great reset that they wanted. This is the great awakening. Mm-hmm. And so people are waking up. The countries are waking up. And they're saying, wait, they can shut down our bank accounts because they don't like our politics. I want out of that system. And so that's what people are going to be doing. And as more and more of this happens, this wakes more and more people up. See, they wanted to do this over a really prolonged period of time, 10, 15 years. And they wanted to have a war to, uh, to kind of uh, masquerade what was going on behind the scenes, get everybody focused on the war, get everybody focused on the pandemic. They wanted to drag the pandemic out another five or six years, lock people down for that long, and then cause a war. And right. so you've got you got a double whammy, right? So people are not only locked down on a pandemic, they can't communicate with each other that much. You know, they can't through internet, but I mean, then so then they shut down their internet if they don't like their political views, right? Um, and then create a war. And so people are focused on the pandemic, they're focused on the war. They're not paying attention to what's going on with the monetary system. Then they wake out from all of this and they wake up into a nightmare that has been created by the globalists. And I'm going to give an example in just a moment um, of, of a, a sci-fi nightmare that people are not going to believe. But here's the thing. Uh, we woke up too early. We woke up from our slumber and our sleep way too early. And they can't contain it now. Because mm. people are figuring this out. They're seeing this happen. And, and not slowly over a period of time where it can be masqueraded. No, it's happening super fast where it's right out and open and everybody sees it. And that's why, and everybody's, you know, mad at Biden and pointing the finger at Biden. And that's, that's typical politics in the country, right? Left versus right. But you have to understand it's really not left versus right. It's the people versus the globalist. And we can, right, do the left, right. we can do the left-right thing once, uh, once we deal with the globalists. But, I mean, it's uh, go back to politics as normal. But this is not politics as normal. This is an attempt of a few elite people that want to enslave the planet. Now, people say, you're crazy. I don't believe you. You're nuts. Okay. So let me play you a video, brother. Ooh. And here comes the sci-fi. Here we go. 
you're not going to believe this. So the, the beef, the folks, beef has no clue what's coming. So listen very, very, very carefully. I do not. Okay? Listen carefully. And now I want to get your raw reaction. All right. Here we go. Do it. Now, in the past, many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough. And nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. We humans should get used to the idea that we are no longer mysterious souls. We are now hackable animals. Data might enable human elites to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. And if indeed we succeed in hacking and engineering life, this will be not just the greatest revolution in the history of humanity. This will be the greatest revolution in biology since the very beginning of life, four billion years ago. For four billion years, nothing fundamental changed in the basic rules of the game of life. All of life for four billion years, dinosaurs, amoebas, tomatoes, humans, all of life was subject to the laws of natural selection and to the laws of organic biochemistry. But this is now about to change. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some God above the clouds, but our intelligent design and the intelligent design of our clouds, the IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. And at the same time, science may enable life after being confined to, for 4 billion years to the limited realm of organic compounds, science may enab enable life to break out into the inorganic realm. So after 4 billion years of organic life shaped by natural selection, we are entering the era of inorganic life shaped by intelligent design. So does the data about my DNA, my brain, my body, my life, does it belong to me? Or to some corporation? Or to the government? Or perhaps to the human collective? Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. That's over. Over. Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Yeah, I mean, everything is being digitalized. 
everything is being monitored in this time of crisis you have to follow science it's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste because a crisis is an opportunity to also do re good reforms that in normal times people will never agree to but in a crisis you see we have no chance so so so, so let's do it vaccine won't help us go the to vaccine the test, will <laughs> help us of course it will make things you know more manageable surveillance people could look back in a hundred years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin, which I think is maybe the most important development of the 21st century, is this ability to hack human beings, to go under the skin, collect biometric data, analyze it, and understand people better than they understand themselves. This, I believe, is maybe the most important event of the 21st century. One of the features of this fourth industrial revolution is that it doesn't change what we are doing, but it changes us. The difference of this fourth industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you. If you take genetic editing, uh, just as an example, it's you who are changed. And of course, this has a big impact on your identity. And offer certain kinds of possibilities that have to be careful about. You know, when you began to when you began to do that kind of gene editing, some people worry that you were changing what it means to be human. Yes, that's the problem. And yeah. uh, it, uh, of course, the new uh, industrial revolution offers us many opportunities, but it raises many fold questions on the ethical, but even legal uh, implications. And we have to be prepared for it. And that's what we want to do in Davos next year. Talk about technology and have the ways it can be deployed, uh, you know, that contribute to growth rather than exacerbate unemployment. How will that implement itself? It's a big question mark because uh, there is a fear that uh, technology, robots, uh, just take yeah. one. Yeah. You get productivity from machines. Exactly. And it replaces maybe um, the workforce or jobs faster than we can replace them with new jobs. Not everybody can be a robot polisher and so yes. on. So there will be new jobs. Now, brother, the uh, before you get before I get your response, your reaction to it, the first speaker that you heard was Dr. Yuval Noah Harari, and he is one of the, of the most top advisors to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, hmm. a World Economic uh, System, right? Right. The second speaker you heard was Klaus Schwab. Mm, okay, I thought it sounded like him. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts right now? Well, that I mean that that's the globalist mentality. They're gonna try not only that's that's how they're gonna try to convince you that they're able to hack, you know, a person's organism, uh, uh, to hack a per a person's uh, uh, thoughts and all that, you know, uh, uh, what makes us. Uh, uh, so obviously, the, the first gentleman with his approach to talking about the billion years of uh, uh, the uh, you know our existence blah 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 or organisms existing and all that obviously 
the Bible tells us otherwise. <laughs> but right. uh, it's 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 true that we are in a digital world. I mean, just think about it. Where do you send uh, a lot of the information data uh, that is digital that belongs to you? There's a cloud somewhere, right? Whether it's right. iCloud, there's Google Cloud, everybody offers you a cloud. And it's up there somewhere, and it's supposedly secured by passwords and you know a certain intelligence that allows it for you to have access. But if a hacker or if hackers are able to hack into a government system, yeah, I'm sure they're developing systems where they can hack into an individual's body. And then when you think about, again, the vaccine and things like that, that's a way to try and control, right? mRNA. mRNA, right? That's how mm -hmm. we have tried to control. Put something in your body that you don't know much about. You know? that, is a, that is a form of hacking. Absolutely. To the biological system. Absolutely. And not only that, they're able to track you, right? Isn't right. It, is, aren't there a system in our phones that actually tracks if, you know, when you answer vaccinated, it's able to track You know, right. not only you and your surroundings, you know, when you're close to people that have had vaccine or have not taken. Uh, so, yeah, that's a way of hacking, brother. So, yeah, when it comes to Carl Schwab and these folks, yeah, you're going to hear that a lot. And, and you, did you, I mean, I noticed how when they were speaking there, there's a little bit of a boast to what they were saying because they know they have you. Right, they know that well, they, they can speak like that because they're you know they're the big shots in the world, they're the big right. time globalist. So they're right. able to talk like that to where people are going to be like, wait a minute, huh? So that yeah, it, yeah. It, it's it's mind blowing, you know, to hear you know talk like that. But it, that's exactly what you will hear from globalists. And what did they use to push the hacking that they just did to people when they shot them up with mRNA? They use a force. <laughs> they were Rob, forcing uh, people. It's like robbery in the, the California yeah. statutes. Uh, yeah. the, a robbery is a uh, taking of a, something from a person by force of fear. Absolutely, force That's of fear. Right? How many so people they, got threatened with they, their jobs, brother? Right? Even right. now. And they use both. They use both. They use both force mm -hmm. and fear. And they fear. use fear also. Yeah, right. fear was a big factor, and for those who didn't buy into the fear, they used force. Mm. You're going to lose your job. You're not going to be able to travel. You're going to be on lockdown. Uh, you know, you you're going to be everybody else is going to be roaming around free while you're on lockdown. It's it's force. Mm -hmm. Now, fear is you're going to die if you don't take this. Mm -hmm. That's fear. Absolutely. Brother, you know what I'm thinking about? Let's let, let's talk historical context. And only that biblical as well. Where do we see in scripture where powers like these were forcing, you know, were pushing people to to, you know, this extent with fear and force? Can you think of the Roman Empire and how they were, you know, trying to overtake the world at that time yeah if, if you don't bow down to caesar right yeah if you don't right. follow uh roman law if you don't follow right right <laughs> yeah yeah if, caesar was the top of the pantheon right if you don't you carry the your, seal yeah 
See, the Christians could have Jesus as long as they acknowledge that Caesar was above Jesus right. on, the on the pantheon level. Jesus had to be a lower God than, than Caesar. That was the whole issue. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the, the Christians said, uh, we don't recognize you as a God, Caesar. There's only one God, and that right. is you know, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the, Jesus Christ, his son. And uh, so that's what got him, you know, th- thrown into Coliseums and murdered by lions and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, all the things that the Caesars did. Um, the Antichrist, uh, Nero, burned him at stake, at, at, on the stake, at his dinner parties. Oh, yeah. His, his lighting for his dinner parties was burning Christians on stakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's brutal. how evil. Brutal. That, that guy was evil. Very oh, yeah. evil. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. but imagine this, brother. Imagine them shooting uh, nanotechnology into us mm-hmm. by, you know, by means of a, a so-called vaccine. Right. And then hacking into that nanotechnology. So they can, they're you know, they, they're thinking this way. They want to create a world where they can continue to live forever by nanotechnology. Mm-hmm. Which will never happen. It's a pipe dream. They're during a fantasy world. Yeah. The other yeah. thing is, uh, you want to learn French? Want to learn the, the language French? Okay, no problem. Pay us fifty thousand dollars. We'll plug in the we'll plug the uh, software into your already existing nan- nanotechnology. It's in your body. We'll just plug the fo- fo- software in, and you'll know French. Can you, you, want, you want, say the Matrix? Yeah. You, you, you want you want to, you want to be an astrophysicist? No problem. We have the astrophysicist software too. We'll just you know pay us fifty thousand dollars and we'll uh, plug it into your brain through the nanotechnology we've already injected in you, and voila, you have the knowledge yep. of an astrophysicist. You can become mm-hmm. an astrophysicist. Just pay us the money. Yep. This one is one of my, one of my favorite lines on that movie, brother. It's when Keanu Reeves says. Neo, his character, goes, I know Kung Fu. Right, yeah. yeah. How did he learn it? He downloaded it he into it. He downloaded it into it. Yep, yep. <laughs> Isn't that something? This is where they're trying to head. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. The, the term for it, for, see, a lot of our audience may not be familiar with any of this, so this is kind of a big shock for a lot of them, so we have to understand that. Uh, the term for it is transhumanism. So if mm-hmm. you hear the term transhumanism, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about creating human cyborgs. Yeah. And and this is not science fiction. They're actually talking about doing it. Now, they they don't believe in God. These people are atheists. They don't believe peop- uh, that we have a human soul. They're fatal flaw, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, they think that we're just biological machines that can be hacked and programmed and but the problem is, once they can plug things in like that, you think, wow, that'd be great if I could just pay some money and, you know, they could just plug me up and I know all this stuff. Right. Yeah, that's cool. But then they also have control of you, don't they? Absolutely. And they and you could be hacked like a computer. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's saying we can now hack human beings. What's he, what's he saying? We can now hack human beings. What was in the mRNA shots that, that allows them the ability to hack us? Mm-hmm. 
some organisms in there, right? <laughs> little computer thingies. <laughs> yeah, little nanotechnology. There's uh-huh. been rumors. There's been rumors that nanotechnology was in those shots, and yeah. people dismiss it as wacky conspiracy theories. But you listen to that, and you say, "No, wait a minute. What is going on here? Mm-hmm. Why is right. Doctor Yuval Noah Harari?" talking about hacking people and he is a top advisor for klaus schwab he's one of the richest men in the world and one of the most powerful men in the world and you said it brother there's a reason why they are rich and there's a reason why they talk like that and it's because they are rich and people like you were saying people think of these things as conspiracy theory right Right. but then again Nowadays, conspiracy theory are becoming a little bit more skeptical. Like, wait a minute, maybe we should start thinking about these "quote unquote" conspiracy theories. Yeah, they're they're powerful and they're rich for a reason, brother. It's not because they're nuts, right? That's correct. How many conspiracy theories from two years ago have now become conspiracy facts? Exactly. Bioweapon labs. Oh, that was that. Now there's no bioweapon labs. What are you talking about? Now there's also there's all kinds of bioweapon labs, not only in China but in Ukraine too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. but that was a wacky conspiracy theory before. Well, absolutely. I mean, you if know? you look at throughout history, uh, you know, uh, when electricity first, you know, was either probably spoken of or you know mentioned of some sort of power. It was probably a conspiracy theory back then. Ah, that's a conspiracy theory. There's no such thing as we're ever going to have uh, some sort of power source that's going <laughs> to... Until that genius guy came out, right? Right. I mean, Same. if God if God wanted man to fly, he'd given him wings, right? That's right. <laughs> that's right. But he gave I mean, us a how mind. Many times, how many times have we said things like this throughout history and mm-hmm. been proven wrong later? You know? Yep. <laughs> absolutely yeah so uh um, that's that's amazing though it, it was mind-blowing as i was listening listening to you know that doctor and uh, mr schwab there um but you know once i mean us we know you know a little bit more you know about these guys and, and the globalists and their agenda so that's that we expect that right but for people right. that are not up to par with uh, the globalist movement and and these these people, it could be mind blowing, brother. Like, whoa, wait a minute. What, what did I just wake? What am I waking up to here? Yeah. yeah. Well, what is you know this is becoming right. real. I mean, just think about right. technology nowadays. Everything we do is digital. Everything is digital. Right. Currency. Well, I mean, currency is digital, brother. Yeah, it's all digital. And that's what they wanted to do is get rid of cash. Yeah. Cashless society, right? Which, <laughs> hey, by the way, folks, uh-huh, which, by the, which, by the way, that's not what the book of Revelation is talking about when it talks <laughs> about that section where it's talking about you won't be able to buy or sell, uh, you know, unless you have the mark of the beast. It's not talking about a cashless society. Right. So we'll just leave it there. So, <laughs> Period. <laughs> right. No, but I was going to say, do you get surprise looks when you pay with cash? <laughs> I've been noticing. Sometimes. Oh, Sometimes. I, I've yeah. been carrying cash more often than I have in the past. Um, just for personal reason. Just some, some places I like to pay cash. And, you know, they're expecting a card to come their way or they, they put their hand out and it's like, I give them cash. They're like, oh, okay. 
a couple places have told me, oh, we don't have a, we don't have enough change to give you. <laughs> so I had to pull out the card, but yeah. They got to yeah. start counting change now. That's, they're not, the computer's been doing all that for them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But you notice that um, a lot, like at the grocery stores, you pay cash, the, the change just drops out automatically on those old trays. Right. So even there, they don't have to think about it. They just no. put the cash in and punch the numbers, and the change pops out. <laughs> no, that is we, so true. We're not required to run, run, crunch numbers anymore. How many of you know a phone number? How many of you know <laughs> exactly. your own phone number? That's true, huh? Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's like, not only that, exactly. You don't even enter your number. There's a way, yeah. especially well, at least with iPhones, where you can, you bring your phone next to you know a friend's phone. And they uh -huh. automatically exchange numbers without you even saying my your number. I still remember my phone number from when I was a kid. 615-824-2053. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I think I still remember my home number. When that, I was that's like, when we yeah. had the wall units where you had to go. The dial. Pick it up and there's a party line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. And you didn't have, you had to memorize your your friends and your neighbor's phone numbers. You had to memorize them all or yeah, write them yeah. down. Yeah. That's and amazing, nobody walked bro. around with their phone numbers written down. You memorized them. You knew what they were. Oh, absolutely. You memorized them. You had that little phone book, right? Little tiny phone books that you carry in your pocket. Right. So anytime you needed to. Right. Oh. Yeah. You'd have those. Uh, the yellow pages <laughs> and, the, and the white pages, right? Yeah. No, no, it's not racist, folks. There were yellow pages and there were white pages. <laughs> you know, yellow Such pages, a racist. Just, 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 for, just, for the, just for the young folks that have no clue what I'm talking about. The phone book had yellow pages, which were the business section. That's where you found the business phone numbers. The white pages were where you found the residential phone numbers. Dad called them yellow pages and white pages. There you go. Oh, boy. I'm in trouble already. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> So, but anyway, so yeah, so that was my main subject was this that, um, you know, this is what they're trying to push us toward. Now, the thing is, brother, I don't believe they're going to be successful. And I don't believe they're going to be successful because people are waking up to this. Mm. What's going on? Okay. And uh, not only are the common people waking up to it, but there are people who are in elite circles mm -hmm. who are fighting against it. And so uh, you, you heard about, you know what Starlink is? Yes. I heard of Starlink. Yeah. So people are already using Starlink to fight against this stuff. Mm, okay. You know, even though Ukraine, uh, the, the president of Ukraine used it for his nefarious purposes. Um, you know, there's, there's ways to fight against it. Elon Musk and his Starlink. I still don't know where he where he is. Some days I'm thinking he's a globalist. Some days I'm thinking he's a patriot. And some days I'm just totally confused as to where he is. But <laughs> I don't know yeah, what yeah, to think yeah. of him. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, he's back and forth. So, but anyway, um, that's just kind of how it works. So, folks, be aware that when we talk about a lot of this stuff, we're not just making this, we're not like, doing a sci-fi program for you for entertainment um, or just coming up with conspiracy theories to get viewers. Um, this stuff has been highly researched 
and it's real and we mm-hmm. we don't we don't put anything out that hasn't been researched at least to enough degree that we can have some uh, a, a a superior level of confidence that it's that it's actually that uh, has truth or is very likely true right having a possibility of you know you know and and it, it you know it's something like that you know it takes a long time uh, um, you know to to get it to, to get it into people you know they try it uh, uh, you know with technologies and things like that yeah. but at the same time it, it I mean they sound crazy but it's pretty possible you know <laughs> again right. they're saying it you know for a reason you know they got the money right. they got the technology they got the time so while folks are busy with life and going about their business, you know, behind all that, there's people that are working to, you know, uh, uh, gain uh, control of the world. And, you know, right. it's, it's, they don't it's, they don't want you knowing what they're doing. Yeah. Man's but, pride, brother. Right. Right. Man's pride wants it? to control everything. That's right, brother. I need to take a quick break, brother. And I'll be right back. All right, my brother. So as my brother is taking a quick break there. Uh, some of the just news that we can go through, um, just in general, things that we've been seeing in the news. Uh, and again, these are just bills that are coming up. Um, uh, some, you know, politics uh, where uh, it says right here that uh, Biden and NATO leaders, they hold an extraordinary summit in Belgium. So they're still trying to... Uh, you know, build that relationship there. Um, Biden has been under, uh, you know, a lot of scrutiny due to his uh, uh, pretty bad beginning of his presidency. Not pretty bad. It's been bad. It shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. I think even people that voted for him are uh, extremely surprised of how bad he's been running this country. Um, just bad decisions and... and, and not acting accordingly, I don't believe. Um, also, and then news where the U.S. formally accused uh, Russia of committing war crimes in the Ukraine. There's been uh, reported reports of uh, buildings that being shot at or bombed, where there's been civilian casualties. It's unfortunate um, to hear, uh, but it you know it's war, folks. It's what you're gonna hear and see in the news. Um, we just uh, need to continue praying for, uh, you know, the people in the Ukraine and the people in Russia as well. Um, I'm, I'm, I guess, surprised and I'm a little, uh, um, just, you know, it's shocking to hear, especially from Christians. I'm talking mainly Christians. Uh, from non-Christians, you can expect, um, you know, the response they give or the support they give. But for Christians to uh, be extremely, extremely, not only that, they use scripture out of context to back up their, uh, their their reasons why they support, you know, like the Ukraine or um, or even Russia, right? But um, the problem is that um, they need to stay uh, neutral in those things and uh, follow what the Word of God teaches. And we need to pray for the church of our Lord Jesus Christ. There are Christians both in Russia and the Ukraine. And uh, our responsibility is to uh, pray for them, 
Uh, if there's a way to support them, you know, we should. We should support the, the Church of Christ throughout the world. So those are the things that we're seeing a little bit more of. You know, it's good that people are uh, doing everything possible to, you know, help out either via monetary or, you know, those that are seeking asylum that are there that are, you know, have been pushed out of their homes. Uh, you know, and that's a blessing. That's where Christians, as believers, we need to come out and really, really embrace those uh, that are suffering. But um, this is the world we live in, folks. This is the world that we are, uh, you know, live in, where there's uh, evil continues to be rampant. And, uh, you know, uh, we need to continue to stand in uh, God's truth in the word of God. And as believers, hey, uh, it's our duty. Preach the gospel. Continue living uh, to glorify God in everything that we do. Uh, the brain is back. So, brain. Uh, that was a lot of good information, brother. Uh, Thank you, brother. Oh, that, think... you, you caught me by surprise, by the way. Yeah, you were like, you're going to be blown away with this. Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> I, I told him, I gave him a hint. It's what I said, it's going to be sci-fi, but it's not sci-fi. <laughs> so I didn't yeah, know. yeah. But uh, you know, to just remember, folks, there's also the Republic of Dunkus and uh, Lunkix, mm-hmm. the two other smaller countries that recently formed, or formed in 2014, as uh, they, they, wanted to, they didn't want to be a part of Ukraine. Uh, because they they were dealing with uh, nefarious people there, Nazis. There there are Nazis in Ukraine, and there's an entire there was an entire battalion in the in the Ukrainian army that that was a Nazi ran battalion, and uh, this goes all the way back to World War II, when um, the Nazis took over that part of the world, and when they when they got defeated. Uh, there was Operation Paperclip where a lot of them came over to the United States for the space program and the rocket program and to develop uh, technology against uh, our enemies. At that time, the USSR, the uh, Union Soviet Socialist Republic, which is now known as Russia. And then uh, some of them went to Ukraine and um, they've been there ever since. And a lot of people don't know that because it's, that is information is typically censored by mm. mainstream media and by also by uh, the mainstream uh, social media corporations like uh, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Now, um, the other thing is is that uh, we need to pray also for those folks, the folks that in, in, that have been bombarded and and they've been shot at had rockets shot into their neighborhoods, tanks attacking them since 2014, since they pulled out of Ukraine. And uh, so those folks need prayer too. Now they weren't attacked by the Russians. They were continually attacked for eight years by the Ukrainians. And that's why they asked Russia to come and help them. Mm-hmm. And, and Putin had other motivations too. He knew those bioweapon labs were in there and he wanted to go after them. Oh, yeah. uh, and he, he did the world a big favor because I tell you what, we don't know who they were planning on using that stuff against. I mean, they, they sent coronavirus all over the world after they engineered it in the bio lab. What were they going to do with all this other stuff? Try to create a few more pandemics to try to get us back into a great reset because they were losing grip over it. They were, they kept trying to pull us into that war constantly. And, uh, you know, Who's in control of our military, brother? Because our military kept saying, no, we're not going over there and we're not getting involved in that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Biden's not in control, I don't think. He's not in control of the military. Somebody Biden, is. <laughs> Biden would have Biden would had him over there because 
Biden, the problem is Russia's got the good on goods on the Bidens too now. Because hmm. they pulled it out of those bio labs. Well, that'll yeah. come out later, folks. We'll, we'll get this is a conspiracy theory that'll be conspiracy fact in six months. Okay. <laughs> so, <just laughs> right. Yeah. Things so will anyway. change. Yeah, yeah. The opinions yeah. will change for sure. Yeah. So, so were you talking, brother? I didn't catch what you're talking about. Were you, but were you talking about uh, Christians being really angry at Russians and stuff? Is that, that uh, yes? So I was, you know, kind of going through the politics a little bit and talking about, you know, Biden yeah. and NATO. They were having another summit and then touched upon, uh, you know, the war. It's uh, the war itself, where there's been, you know, civilian casualties. But I mean, that's war. That's what you get, right? It's gonna happen. Uh, and then I went into that exact thing where Christians are extremely upset at Russia, you know, condemning well, Russia. Well, to the point where they're they're attacking Russians, not exactly, not necessarily, not necessarily physically, but they they're want not being people. wise whatsoever or no, discerning in any they're way. They're wanting exactly. They want they're not discerning. They're wanting to kick them out of the universities. They're wanting to they want to kick them out of life. Basically, they want mm-hmm. to just, they they want to censor Russians. Right. And lock them down because of Putin's actions. Well, right. this is just nonsense. Let me give you a couple of proverbs, and I'll get your response on it, brother. First one is Proverbs chapter uh, 10, verse 12. It says, can you hear me? Yes, I'm, okay. I'm hearing you. It says, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. Mm. And the second one is this. It's going to be Proverbs uh, 29, verse 22. An angry man stirs up strife, and a furious man abounds in transgression. Wow. Wow. We can talk about anger. Absolutely. How, you know, but what's your response to those two? Uh, uh, <laughs> they're 100% on point, brother. First of all, you leave it up to man and his emotionalism in responding by way of our feelings, we'll screw it up big time, right? Yeah, we will. Yep. It's it's our sin in us that, you know, makes us react like that, angry at someone because they're a, whatever, let's say a Russian because they're part of Russia, their heritage is Russia. You dislike them because Russia is attacking the Ukraine. And it might be your brother and sister in Christ. You don't know. Exactly. Especially you, you when know, it's a brother and sister in Christ, right? Right, right. Do you, do you know when I know I'm when I'm winning a fight? When is that? When the other fighter becomes emotional. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. When he starts losing control of his emotions, I've just won the fight. Yes. Yes. And that's tough because yeah. Yeah. we're all driven by our emotions, right? But there's right. a reason why the Bible says to be slow to anger, right? Right. You die to self. <laughs> right. Right. The heart is deceitful above all things, desperately waking. That's our feelings. Yep. That's, That's our true. emotions. Yep. So, yes. uh, uh, yeah. So what, what stirs up this anger in us? Well, a lot of it is what we're doing right now, podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainstream media is horrible at stirring up uh anger oh absolutely. but you know what the worst one is i believe the worst one is bat- worse than mainstream media okay talk shows on the radio Woo. yep that's been going <laughs> on for a long time <laughs> 
I've had to turn a lot of them off. Even the ultra conservative talk show host, I've had to yeah. say, you know what? I'm done with you. I can't. This is toxic. Yeah. In my life, I don't want. I don't want to be angry 24 hours a day. I want to have a life. I'm tired of listening to all this anger coming out all the time. All this outrage, but mm. and it's in the whole. All some of these shows are just built on that. Yeah, outrage and anger, and you know, and that's how they get an audience. Right. It's right. some of it's fake. Some of it's just designed to get an audience and to stir mm -hmm. people up. And if they, like I said, once you lose control of your emotions, they've got you. They can manipulate you. They can control you. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I fought in the ring when I was uh, 18, 19 years old. Hmm. Uh, back when the Professional Karate Association was the big deal. Now it's the UFC. It used to be the Professional Karate Association. Back when uh, Chuck Norris and um, uh, Joe Lewis and Superfoot Wallace, Bill Wallace, and hmm. those guys were fighting in the ring, uh, full contact, kick, you know, karate, kickboxing. And uh, I, so I did a little bit of fighting back then, not much, but a little bit. And that's why, why I understand how when you lose your emotional content in a fight, you lose because I could always be the fighter that was beginning to lose his emotional content. Mm. And uh, that's how it works. You can beat us, you know, they can beat us when they stir our emotions. They can keep us angry all the time then they can manipulate us and control us. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. and if they if they want to get us into a war in Ukraine, all they got to do is make us really angry at Russia. Russia's a bad guy. Russia this, Russia that, Russia this, constantly Russia. Putin, Putin, the bad guy. Putin's bad. Putin's bad. Putin's doing this. Putin's doing that. And stir us up. And pretty soon we're rallying to go in and we're going to kick some, you know, some hiney, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we're going to show them we're tough. We're going to show them that the yeah, United States don't take no not, nothing off of nobody, right? right. That's that a kind of attitude. And then they've just manipulated us and they just got us into something where we don't want to be involved in. Mm -hmm. They did it with the Gulf of Tonkin incident for Vietnam. That incident was completely faked. And they got us into Vietnam. They did it with the, oh, uh, Iraq has weapons of mass destruction. We got to go get them. And they stirred the country up and they used 9 11 to do that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, Afghanistan, I understood because we, had, we were going after terrorists, apparently. Of course, I have my theories on 9 11 too, but I don't want to get into that one. But um, the point is, is that they stirred us up, got us all emotional, got us angry, got us, you know, and then they could just do what they wanted because they mm -hmm. had. I was all behind them, right? Right. Uh, so you, you look at things like that, and you go, "Wait a minute!" Uh, and then you, after the aftermath, that's when how many people were had a bad taste in their mouth about Vietnam after Vietnam? Hmm. I mean, you know? people still talk about it. Those that are uh, still alive. Yeah. <laughs> how many people have a bad taste in their mouth about Iraq after Iraq? Yeah. Right. Right. Um, where were those weapons of mass destruction they said they were going to find? Do you know why they went into Iraq? Why is the that? real reason? Everybody says, oh, oil, oil, oil. No, folks, that's simple-minded. No, not oil. Not oil. Think deeper than that. Think, think a little bit deeper than that. Saddam Hussein 
was wanting to get Iraq out of the international monetary system, the World Economic Forum. He was going to pull out and just he was going to he's going to get off of that international currency and just go with Iraqi currency based upon Iraqi commodities, right? They didn't like that. Mm. That's why they went after him. Same reason they went after Gaddafi in in Libya. He threatened to do the same thing. And they went after him. And they say, oh, it's, it's this or it's that or it's the other thing. They stir you up. They give you a bunch of fake news and fake garbage. And, and the conservative talk show hosts fall for it every time. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, I'm a conservative. You know, I don't like them liberals or socialists. I'm a conservative. Yeah, and you're also easily manipulated and controlled because you're too angry about everything. Yeah. And they play you like a fiddle. We gotta wake up, folks. We gotta stop thinking like that. We gotta start thinking more biblically. Rah 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 America ain't always uh where we need to be. Okay. No, we want to support our country. We want it, we want our country to be a godly country. We want it to be the best that it can be. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is don't let the um, nefarious, evil people in power who ha- do not have your or my best interest in mind. They're like the Caesars of Rome. They have their best interest in mind. And they're, it's, it's always the money flow. Mm-hmm. It's always about them. Somebody's getting paid off somewhere, a bribe or blackmailed or something to get all this stuff going. But, uh, they don't have our best sense of mind. They stir us up to get us to support what they want. So what's happening with the great reawakening is that people are waking up to this fact and they're not playing the game anymore. Mm. They really, really wanted us to get, get involved in Ukraine. They really want the, the internationalists, or the globalists. They really, really wanted that. They were pushing hard for it. American people in the, in the U.S. U.S. military said, "Nope, we don't want it. We're not doing it." It didn't work this time. It worked for Korea. It well, Korea was a little different because they did go in and actually invade South Korea, which was a problem. But um, it worked for Vietnam. It worked for taking out Saddam Hussein. It worked for taking, you know, for Libya taking out uh, Gaddafi. It made him to be a bad guy. He wasn't as bad as people were saying. I mean, he had, he had, none of these guys are angels, but they're not the the devil himself, as pe- as they're being made out to be. It's always a gray, you know. They're a little bit of evil, a little bit of good, a little bit of evil. You know, they're a little bit of mixture of both, kind of like our presidents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and so so the thing is, is that we need to stop being manipulated so easily. So don't get angry. Get smart. Listen to Proverbs. Mm. You know, yep. don't don't be stirred up as an angry man. Love your enemies, as Christ said, that love and um, st- that stable emotion of love. And that stable trust in God 
guide you through all of this nonsense and garbage that's being put out 24 hours a day through the television, through the radio, through internet mediums. And sometimes it's good to just shut all that stuff off and have your quiet time with the Lord. Yeah, I shut it off, brother. I don't I don't spend 24 hours a day, you know, we've got to sleep sometime, but when I'm awake, <laughs> I'm not spending all my time researching this stuff. Yeah. Because I know it's toxic to do that constantly. Mm-hmm. I spend time in, in my, my Bible. I spend, spend time in prayer. I spend time reading good books. I spend time exercising. I spend time with the family. Yep. And then I have a, a block of time that I sit down and go, okay, it's time to sit down and do some research and, and find out what's happening in the world. But I go to the sources I choose. Hmm. I don't let it be fed to me. Have you ever heard of David Brock? Uh, no, I don't think I have. He's the founder of Media Matters. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can picture and, uh, his face. I couldn't remember that name. Yep. Do you know that the New York Times waits for, uh, it's either New York Times or New York Post, anyway, they wait for the 4 a.m. drop from Media Matters before they start printing anything. Mm, okay. Okay. He runs the media. He's the guy's brilliant in how he stayed under the under the radar. Yeah, and he created media media matters, uh, trying to say, oh, we're gonna we're gonna make sure the media is doing a good job, that they're 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 putting out good information, that they're not the, the no, it's a manipulation and control organization over the media. Yeah, and putting out the information that they want to put out. Well, of course, it's it's socialist, it's liberal, and it's globalist. Right, and anything that goes against their narrative, they they axe it, and they say, "Well, media matters says that's that's just uh, fake news." Right? Hmm. <laughs> okay, so we got all these organizations, these experts feeding news to us, only the news that they want us to have. No, 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 no. We live in an age where where information is more readily available than any other time in our, in, in my lifetime, and it's on us it's our responsibility to say nope i'm not using you i'm going to my own sources for news sources that i see have a good track record and that i can trust and i don't media matters is garbage and you know what else he did he created a democracy a democracy matters forum and it was the democracy democracy matters forum that uh, made up all this stuff about trump and pushed the fake dossier that they used to impeach Trump and to say he had a Russian collusion and they pushed for the second impeachment. Mm-hmm. And it, this is all done by media, media matters. They, they pushed the information war against the Trump administration, which means they pushed the information war against you and me. So where does all this stuff come from about uh, attacking the family? And attacking anyone who advocates for a biblical family, mom, dad, and kids, and calls uh, what Romans 1 calls uh, a reprobate mind and also uh, an abomination, uh, these sexual perversions, right? Right. And, And Media Matters is the one, David Brock, that demonizes anyone who does that. Transgenderism. If you if you complain about a male defeating 
women in their own sport and him that males always taking the gold or the, the, the highest prize because they say, Oh, I'm a trans transgender. Then you are just the devil himself. If you criticize that transgender male, right? Mm -hmm. uh, meanwhile, mm -hmm. women become victimized in this whole thing. If you have a problem with pedophilia, you're just, you know, you're just a devil himself, like the Supreme Court Justice uh, nominee, right? This goddess nominee, yeah. who was light and easy on pet pedophiles, right? Mm -hmm. Well, she is, she's woke, right? She's good person. If you have a problem, you know why they say that? Because they're pedophiles. Yeah. The people running all this stuff is, are pedophiles, and they don't want you criticizing them. They don't want you shutting down their sin. The whole thing is they love their sin, therefore they hate God. Mm. That's Media Matters. That's David Brock. That's Dr. Yuval Noah, Noah Harari, the top advisor for Klaus Schwab, who wants to turn everybody into a human cyborg, transhumanism. That's Charles, that's uh, not Charles, that's uh, Klaus Schwab. That's George Soros. That's the Rockefellers. Uh, we can include the royal family in that. There's mm -hmm. a number of presidents that can we include in that. Uh, I mean, we can go down the list. But the problem is we're living our lives and we're not paying attention to that. Right. Now, I'm not saying become toxic and start getting becoming obsessed with it. I'm just saying don't be easily fooled because the bible says we have to be harmless as a as a dove right yep but wise as a serpent well what's a serpent who was the serpent that was the serpent in the garden well what did he do he was a great deceiver he was cunning he was smart he was sly he was able to manipulate and control well, what the scripture is saying is we need to be harmless as a dove. Don't become angry all the time, wanting to, wanting to shut Russians out of, you know, ship them off to the moon or something and shut them out of the earth. No, that's manipulation on us. We lose at that point. Hmm. No, what we have to do is be harmless as a dove, which means we need to love our enemies. There's a reason why Christ said that. It has more effect than just showing the love of God. It it gives victory. He said that the we that the um, humble or the uh, the meek would inherit the earth, right? Right. Now meekness is power under control, and so you need that 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 view of we need to be you know kind and generous to, even to our enemies. We need to be good to them. There's a reason why God said that. That has a very powerful effect that uh, people who don't understand that they think it's ridiculous and that's a dumb strategy. Well, it's served the church for 2000 years and we have defeated the forces of evil forces of evil for 2000 years with that teaching. And they've lost every single century against the church. Mm. And so that's what we need to do. Now, why is this a serpent? Don't be fooled by their cunningness. We need to be smarter than the serpents that are trying to con, con us and trying to trying to uh, manipulate our minds. Uh, 
trying to control us through anger, trying to control us through these emotions. We need to be smarter than that. The scriptures tell us we need to be smarter than that because our, the, the, the one who's trying to sift us walks around, the Satan, walks around as a roaring lion, lion seeking whom he may, des may devour, right? Well, in this case, it's human beings that are doing that. And these human beings, are, they have in the inherited sin of Adam, and it's in full-blown force within them. And they're trying to be the serpent, and they're trying to deceive us, and they're trying to manipulate us. We can't let that happen. We have to do what Christ commanded us to do. Be smarter than them. Outplay them. How do we outplay them? Scripture. It's all in Scripture. God gave us the game plan on how to do it. Your thoughts, brother? Not much to add to that, brother. <laughs> you you covered it well. And, I mean, Scripture. I, I love the way you end it there. We, we do it with Scripture. Uh, Christians are called to, to stand on the Word of God, stand on the truth, mm -hmm. uh, and have uh, faith and trust in our Lord. So, that's good stuff, brother. And nothing else to add to that. That's amazing and I think we can end with that, brother. I mean, that's, that's a, okay. great, a great promise. No, it, it's, it's great. I mean, the way you, you came down uh, at the end there, uh, folks, stay always trusting in the Lord. Just always put your faith and trust in Him. And surround yourself with brothers, you know, your, your brethren at your, you know, local church building, at the, you know, the fellowship. It's important, and we need to uh, uh, continue living in, the, in this world. You know, that it's the chief end of man is to glorify God, as uh, uh, the catechism. Uh, one of the cat, which one? Which catechism was that, brother? The chief was it the Westminster that mentions that the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy that's Him the, forever. Yeah, that's the Westminster uh, uh, catechism. Westminster Confession. Confession. Sorry, not catechism. Yeah, confession. Yeah. confession. Yeah. Uh, good stuff, bro. I got nothing else, brother. I, I, I'm like here just soaking it all in, soaking it all in. <laughs> we'll, we'll dry yourself off, okay? <laughs> I know, I'm going to have to. It's getting warm in here. <laughs> it's hot. Look, it's a little hot there. It is. Uh, the 80s is already hot for us. You know how it is. Yeah. You've been at you, so you, folks, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, folks, don't forget to go to our webpage, the Vortex Apologetic um, webpage. And uh, there's we have I, there's blogs, so read the blogs. Blogs when you get an opportunity, they're short. You can read them in five to ten minutes, all mm -hmm. of them. Uh, they're short, but they're packed full of stuff. So, and then um, you know, don't forget to uh, check us out there. And uh, the I have a bit shoot channel called uh, Mr. Nobody. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm Mr. Nobody on the bit shoot <laughs> channel. Anyway. Now, what's it called? It's AKA C Files. C Files. C, -files. C yeah. as in car C files. <laughs> C Files is the name of the channel. My mistake. C Files. It's a capital C and then files. All together, one word, like X Files, only C Files. And uh, I, I call myself Mr. Nobody on the channel. So, and the, and the reason for that is because I'm kind of representing the, the thoughts and opinions of the nobodies in the world. That's the he, idea. He is a nobody. Uh, <laughs> I'm part. I'm part of this nobody club. Yeah, we're so just nobody. We're nobody. But anyway, <laughs> so but anyway, 
Um, but anyway, so don't forget to check those things out. Um, you know, we're, we're not, we, we, we do not, and will not ask you for financial support. Uh, we do this, uh, out of the, you know, whatever God gives us and provides for us. Um, we don't want to become one, one of those, uh, that, uh, we're always constantly badgering you to give us money. Um, we don't need a $110 million borch chest, so we're good to go. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but just, uh, just hope and pray that, uh, these are beneficial to you. So with that, brother, I'll go ahead and close it out. Close us out. And, uh. Remember, folks, remember to keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. We'll see you next podcast. We'll catch you on the flip side. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. It's a blessing to have you. We hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested. Uh, I wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives that uh, they put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God. And uh, in return, they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. I also want to thank uh, our church, uh, friends, and uh, the men's study that we have that we continue to encourage, be encouraged about. Thank all these people because they support us and pray for us, and uh, it's a blessing to have in our life. Other than that, I hope you continue to enjoy the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. That we will talk to you soon. More episodes to come your way. Other than that, I'm out. We're out. God bless you. <laughs>